Welcome to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast, where we help you bring balance in your life and live to your fullest potential with your host, Gretchen Smith. Thank you for joining me for another wonderful episode of the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. My name is Gretchen Smith and I am your host today. I'm super excited to announce that I have a wonderful guest joining us by the name of Paul Paiva. We go back many, many years. I think we first met around 1999 or I would say early 2000s. We actually work together and we are great friends as well. Paul is an amazing motivational speaker. He's always full of positive insight and I asked him to join us today and just share a little bit on his daily routine and what he does to keep himself motivated and have a positive mental attitude. So without any further ado, let's welcome Paul Paiva. Hey Gretchen, good afternoon or good evening wherever you are in the world. Good afternoon. Well, uh, well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to do this podcast. It's actually the first time I'm actually involved in doing a podcast. So this is, I think, going to motivate me to perhaps down the line to start my own podcast. And I actually bought a book thinking about starting a podcast. Hmm. So I bought the book, didn't dive into it just because my schedule has been very busy with work over the last couple of weeks, Uh but it's something definitely that I would like to pursue down the road. So thank you for offering me this opportunity to make my debut on the podcast world. Well, I am so excited to have you. You're such an amazing speaker, and I definitely think that you should jump into the podcast world. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. So talk to us a little bit about your day-to-day motivation and what you incorporate into your life to make it your best life. Sure. So uh, let me just do a little background, if I may. Absolutely. so, um, so Gretchen, you mentioned that you and I worked together way back in the day at Hertz uh, Rent-A-Car, which is a true fact. Uh, I answered this ad for a manager, you know, trainee deal and um, operating out of the Hilton in Eugene. At the time, I was living in Eugene. Right. And, um, you know, during that time, um, it was a very tumultuous time in my life. Um, I was about 32 years old. I was involved in a unique relationship, and you you remember her. I'm not going to mention names, but uh, that relationship was very rocky, very, it was a roller coaster, you know, and at the time at 32 years old, not having much of a direction in life. So as you know, um, from Hertz, I broke off and I ventured into something else down the road, and that didn't pan out too well, and again... This is during, um, right at the start, 9-11, and we had, um, you know, before 9-11, there was Desert Storm and Desert Shield and all that stuff happening out in the Middle East. So I decided, why not do the Navy? Right. Direction, got to try, you know, get to travel the world. And if I wanted to pursue higher education, well, then the Navy would offer that to me. So as you know, I joined the Navy. I think still at the time it hurts in the in the reserve aspect, and then nine um, eleven went down and that was crazy, and then I decided to go full time active duty Navy, which now is 16, 16 years as of this May. So, but I will tell you what motivates me on a daily basis is the opportunity to help other young men and women in the service 
to help them achieve their goals because you know young people um, need direction and the military is one source for that direction and what they do with those initial years of service if they decide to go into a career great if they decide to venture off on their own go to college start a family great but in the meantime they're going to get direction from their leadership um, sometimes positive, sometimes negative, you know, but for the most part, it's a positive experience. And my goal is, is to help young men and women achieve their goal. Right. And, you know, the transparency is I have to, you know, find that direction within myself. So the first thing that I attribute to all of this, Gretchen, is finding God. Now, mind you, I'm not a very religious person. However, I do believe of a higher creator mm-hmm. and through God, anything and everything is possible it's possible and so to relieve the stress out of my life every morning when i wake up and i wake up at 4 45 5 o'clock and that's key and i'll touch on that in a minute however you know getting up in the morning 4 45 5 o'clock in the morning it's quiet my mind can think i can you know look at what i need to do for my taskers for the day what i need to do for the upcoming week and then I just plan my, I plan my day accordingly by focusing on my, uh, my taskers to complete. And the very first tasker to complete is making your bed. Now, most people would think, well, why would you want to make your bed at 4.45 or 5 o'clock, whatever time it is that you wake up? Well, I will tell you that making your bed, and this is something in the Navy that, that we learn in boot camp. First thing you do, you open your eyes, you make your bed. Mm-hmm. The first tasker of the day is making your bed. And that will set the precedent for the rest of your day. By making that one simple move of making your bed, that's the first task of the day. So all the other tasks that follow, you should be able to follow through with those tasks because you did the first task of making your bed. And at the end of the day, whatever your day is, you know, a lot of folks work dual jobs, shift work, six on, six off, whatever it is that you do, whatever time you call quits at the end of the day, and whether your day was awesome or your day was just a total nightmare, you know when you go home, you have a made bed and everything is okay. So that one simple task of making your bed assures you that no matter what life throws at you, when you turn in for the night, you've got a clean and made bed and you can have a good sound sleep. So that's the biggest takeaway from that piece. 4.45, 5 o'clock in the morning. Now, if you look at all the successful business owners, multi-billionaires, millionaires, athletes, the common thread is those folks are up between four and five in the morning because it is the, it is the, the earliest time you're able to get up. You can exercise, which I do on occasion. Um, exercise, you can read a book. You just overall get your mind right, and that's what I try to do every single day, to include weekends, is to get up early. Your mind is focused. You're channeling the universe. Right. And... It allows you to start channeling that creativeness in your mind and to start working your day in your mind. Right. And, I completely agree with that. And it's amazing that that, that hour, that four to five in the morning is so powerful 
and you can feel that energy flowing through your body. You know, get a cup of coffee, you sit down. I use index cards, my pen, and I just start writing. Doesn't, you know, I'm just writing, just, hey, things I got to do. I'm not putting anything in priority or anything. I'm just writing. I'm just channeling because my mind is active. I'm just writing, right? Writing what I need to do, things, you know, things to do, taskers at work, you know, upcoming um, taskers for the week. And then also the biggest takeaway is what am I grateful for today? And I try to imagine putting things in perspective. What am I grateful? I have, you know, I'm alive. I'm breathing. I have a pair of eyes I can see through. I have a, you know, all my sensory elements are active and going, right? I can see, I can hear, I can smell. So I know I'm winning at this point. But what am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for my family. That is what motivates me through my day is my family because I want to make them proud. Right. I want them. I want them to know that you know they're in Hawaii. Um, so that's where I'm from originally. You know, I want to make my family proud in in all my endeavors. Right. I never want to embarrass my family by no means. So I'm very grateful for my family. Um, the second thing that I'm grateful for is my team of coworkers because in our environment, not one person can do everything by themselves. They need people to help them along the way. No one in this world can get ahead by themselves unless you're super, super, super talented and you're just an, an anomaly. But for the majority of the people, you need other people to get, to get you to where you need to be. So I, I'm very grateful for the teamwork of my coworkers in my organization because I know I can lean on them. They can lean on me. And at the end of the day, we, ex we execute the mission and we get things done. And then finally, I'm grateful for my health, that I'm able to breathe, I'm able to see, I'm able to inspire, encourage other people to get them where they want to be, right? And I'm always a firm believer is if you help enough people get what they want, then you can have whatever it is that you want. But you have to put people first before yourself. In the Navy, we will have this corny saying, it's ship, shipmate, and self. Meaning, you take care of your house, you take care of where, you, where you're your employment, the ship. So it could be if you're not on a ship and you're at your organization, the first thing is your organization. The second thing is your coworkers. Helping them get what they want. Helping them achieve their goals. And then finally, yourself. Because at the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about those that you help, you encourage, and that you inspire. Because the message is hope. Because we want to give hope. We are ambassadors of hope. You're an ambassador of hope through your life coaching, through your mentorship, through your podcast. You are and we all are ambassadors of hope. We are a beacon of light to help people get what they want, you know? And so it's encouraging to me to be in an organization where we are all headed on the right road. And sometimes we get off track, but at the end of the day, we can come together as coworkers and execute that mission, right? And then at the end of the day, you know, you take care of yourself. Because if you can't take care of other people first, you can't take care of yourself. At least that's in my opinion. But you have to have that humility. You have to be humble. And so that's what I try, and that's what I try to aspire to. More so is looking at your day 
and you know we all have we all share time you know whether you're a billionaire a millionaire or you're just down on and struggling just because of the demographics where we're at we need to we need to figure that stuff out we need to understand what can we do to get ahead to make ourselves better every day than we were yesterday and right. the other thing that gets me through is having a positive mental attitude. Yes, PMA. PMA, absolutely. PMA can't stress positive mental attitude enough because it all starts in your mind. It does. And, right. and just for the listeners, Paul has been talking about PMA since 1999, as far back as I can remember. Absolutely. PMA is so, so important. It sets up your entire day. So when you wake up in the morning, you have two choices. You either can A, take life by the horns and just kick butt. Or two, you can just be a negative Nancy and say, oh, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, oh, I'm the victim. And your rest of your day will follow because it's your mental attitude that drives you. Yes. So... Having a positive mental attitude requires a few things. Number one, it, it requires you to focus on every and anything that is positive. That means you need to start reading books that are positive. You need to start pumping your brain with things that encourage and inspire you. That, you know, things that tell you you matter, you are loved. You know, you are cared for. Someone loves you. And when you have that sense of belonging, that sense of someone loves me and cares for me and my life matters, mm -hmm. that is a free, that is a um, stepping stone for creating that mental positive attitude environment. And you need to also watch on who you associate yourself with because it's, you know, it's a true saying, a birds of a feather flock together. So if you want to be around positive, influential people, then you need to be set up to be around these people because they're positive, they're encouraging, they're inspiring. That attracts like-minded people, right? And so if you're yes. that type of person, you're going to attract that kind of people in your life. People who are movers and shakers, people who can help you get what it is that you want, right? Like what we're doing right now, you're helping me by you know, talking about motivation, what gets me going day to day. Also, opening the world of podcasting because it's something that I would like to venture into. Mm -hmm. So by creating that opportunity for me now, speaking to you and your listeners, it's getting me into that direction. So Absolutely. again, you know, again, thank you for that. So positive mental attitude, reading positive books, and just overall looking at the good in everything, right? When God hands you lemons, make lemonade. Right. Don't turn, don't turn sour, you know, and be negative Nancy. It's like, oh, boo. no, God gives you lemons, make lemonade. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, it's, it tastes good, right? So positive mental attitude is a big deal. Also choices. Choices is a big deal. It's what drives me on a daily basis as well. Choices. Now, you can be the most talented person in the world. You could be the wealthiest person in the world. Um, however, if you make poor choices, then your finances can go sideways because you're making poor financial choices. 
your relationships can go downhill because you're making poor relationship choices and everything comes down to choices right again it goes back to get up in the morning you can be positive or you can be negative it's either or it's a choice that's something that you control we do not control anything that is external in our world right you turn on the news you have no control of what's happening in any part of our country or any part of the world but you do have control of your mind right you have control of your body your bodily functions right those mm-hmm. two things have control again you could be the hardest worker you could be the most talented at what you do and you could be the smartest person since albert einstein but i'm sorry if you make poor choices all of that gets eroded away i just love that paul because i think we're all one choice away from a completely different path so absolutely i mean you know you should have made that left turn but you made that right turn and bam you got into a car wreck now that's right. worst case that's worst case again but you don't control the traffic you know lately people um you know america's hurting right now mm-hmm. financially um america is hurting spiritually um america is hurting mentally we are living in one of the darkest times in our nation's history honestly mm-hmm. the way our society has become it's it requires more than ever positive mental attitude if there was ever a time or a calling to draw upon having a positive mental attitude now is the time to get in gear and to engage and turn on this switch called positive mental attitude because it's very disheartening to turn on the news and everything you see is primarily negative i stopped watching the news i was going to ask you how do you handle yeah. the news because the news yeah. can be so negative. Oh, yes. yeah. It and it, it's how they spin things, but you know, about that. Yeah. So, how do you cope? How do you how do you cope with, you know, COVID, you know, switching gears, COVID-19 and being quarantined for 3-4 months. Um, Oregon, Multnomah County, we're still not even in phase 1. We were supposed to go to phase 1 on Friday. However, the governor put a stop on that, which, you know, whatever. But a lot of people you know, there's a lot of stress, but again, you put it into God, which is what I do. God, take care of this, blah, 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 you know, stress-free. Right. News, I stop the distractors in my life, you know, social media. You know, I'm, I'm, a, fa- I'm a Facebook uh, Facebook warrior, you know. I'm looking at that thing like uh, every three seconds, like most of everybody in America. But I need to start distancing myself and giving myself Facebook quarantine or social media quarantine because because that also turns into negativity by what you see on your posts and there's a lot of things that are negative on Facebook there's a lot of things that are positive when is when is the digital overload enough when do you need enough of that stuff to be seen it's crazy and so I think we need to take a pause from time to time and turn off the social media light bulb, right? And start turning on the light bulb to what matters the most to us. What makes us in our happy state? That circles back to the choices we're making, right? Choices, right? It's yeah. choices. And at the end of the day, it all comes down to choices, right? And once we figure out our choices, we make positive choices, our health, where do, you know, your nirvana, you know, what is your nirvana? Like, I'll, I'll be honest, um, in the Navy, we travel around the world. I've been to a lot of different countries. And I want to talk about a little bit about Fiji. 
So Fiji, unique set of islands, very beautiful. You know, there's some parts that are not so beautiful, but the ones that you see on Travel Channel and all this stuff, right? It's typical. It's very nice. Grass huts, little pathways out to the ocean, emerald green waters, you know? And here you got a bunch of uh, rich folk, millionaires, spending a lot of money to go to Fiji. It's not cheap. I was lucky to go on the government's dime, thank, thank goodfulness, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but all these millionaires are coming in out there and seeing some of the poverty, because there's some poverty in Fiji, and saying, how can we help? And these Fijians are just out there chilling, hanging out, fishing, agriculture. You know, the simple things in life that a lot of people take for granted, and they're in the most beautiful part of the world. And here comes these rich Americans coming in, throwing their money and what they can do to help and this and that to satisfy whatever it is they need to satisfy. And saying, this is the dream. This is what I want to do in nine years from now is retire and come out here. And the Fijians are saying, why don't you do that now? Grab a chair, go on the beach, and just enjoy. Enjoy the moment. And they got it right. They're not stressed out. They're living their best life in Fiji. Mm -hmm. And here we are trying to impose ourselves on them to make us feel better about ourselves. And then trying to reach that nirvana in nine years while these Fijians have been doing this for hundreds of years in their communities. And they're happy. Right. And it's their choice. They get up each day and they make the choice that they're happy. They enjoy, they enjoy doing what they do. And it goes again to what it is that makes you happy. Because no one can make you happy. I can't, you can't. No one can make us happy. We have to make ourselves happy, right? Yes. And, you know, three things a mentor told me, there's three things in life that you got to figure out. The first thing you need to figure out is what is it? that makes you happy in your job. Put job fulfillment. So when I talk about job fulfillment is what it is that makes you happy. When you go to work, is it if you go to work and you enjoy going to work as much as I do enjoy going to work, because truly I do because my coworkers are amazing people. Because once you find that work is fun, right? It's now a hobby. Yes. Because you're passionate about it, right? You're passionate about doing it. You get up every morning, you just say to yourself, man, I'm so lucky I got the best job in the world. You're fulfilling your job fulfillment. So now it's not a job, it's a hobby because you're passionate about it, right? You got to have job fulfillment, whatever you do in life. The second thing is, you know, wherever you're at, you have to be happy in where you're at, your location. Location is huge. There's some places that are better than other places. But then again, everyone has their own place that they like to be in, right? But you got to, in order for you to be happy and job fulfilled, you have to be in an environment where in your location, you got to be happy, right? If you like somewhere tropical, then you should be in Hawaii or the Bahamas, somewhere where it's conducive for your type of work and you're going to be happy not only for yourself but to your family. I completely right? agree and I've lived a lot of places as well. And you have, right? And so you've, <laughs> yes. moved, you've moved quite a lot and so you could be, you know, living in the most destitute place in the on the planet but if you're not happy of the location then you're not going to be happy in your job. It's like, you know, get up in the morning and you're going to say, I am in this armpit of the world. Like, what right. am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Been there. You know, like, what am I doing in this armpit? I need some right guard right now because it stinks. You know, how are you able to maintain a positive mental attitude where the environment that you're stuck in, you know, it's, it is dampening your ability to reach your goals, right? And I'll get to goals here shortly. Um, money, right? Money is a big driver. Now, you know, and again, these three things is not necessarily in order. Job fulfillment, location, and money. 
only you can, only the person can answer that. You know, I can't answer that for you. Only you can answer where those three come in. Is it money? Is it location? Is it job fulfillment? You know, everyone is different. Right. But I definitely, agree. but definitely money. And right. And people say, well, money is evil. Money says, well, tell that to the bank. Tell that to the, tell that to your, your debtors, people that you owe money to. Right. Unfortunately, in this day and age, if you obsess on money, that can lead to other problems. And that's probably a whole nother conversation. But, right. you know, money also motivates you. Okay. Money motivates me. Success, right? Do you think, uh, let me ask you, I don't know if you're, how, what your listeners think about this, but when you, seen some, when you see somebody driving a Lamborghini, is that success? No, not at all. I, maybe I know too much, but um, <laughs> absolutely right? not I mean, to me. Is that success though? Does Pardon that mean me? that they made it? No, not at all. To, not to me. Okay. Or what about the guy or gal that has their own private jet, a G6? They can just fuel the plane and go to Morocco for the weekend. Is that success? I don't know. I, I don't know. You know, and that's, this is a great thing to talk about because everybody's concept of success is so different. Right. And um, you can have all the money in the world. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. We have to have money because that's what gets, you know, the bills paid, the food on the table. Right. Absolutely. But so if you're right. struggling so, every day to get that million billion dollars so you can have right. a private jet, it's not worth it. Right. And, you know, and I'll tell you the 1%, the 1% of the, of the affluent or the rich, um, whether they're family rich, whether they're self-made rich, you know, there's the, the greater, the greater equal is that there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. Um, a lot of people, Right now, I want to say over 5 million unemployed um, with the COVID. A lot of businesses had to shut down indefinitely. At least I know that in, in downtown Portland, they can't recover financially. Right. Um, you know, we are in a recession that we have not seen since almost the Great Depression by some financial experts, depending on who you believe. But yeah, you know what? So you got to understand what makes you successful. And just because you watch rock videos or rap videos or you're on Instagram and you're looking at all these influencers out there that are that are driving all these things don't get it twisted that all can be smoke and mirrors because you don't know if the guy's renting it right that's that was they're my just, point they're just they're just fronting right they want to they just want to brag I'll tell you what is successful successful is when you don't have to take a picture about it there you go that is successful. When you can do it without having to take a photo, you know you've made it. You don't have to flaunt or brag that you have those type of toys. But if you can get those toys without having to take a picture, to me, that's when you made it. I agree. Drop the mic. You know? <laughs> so, and again, some people are like that. But again, you know, that's all materialistic because, you know, when you pass on in this world, can you take your private jet with you? No. Can you take your Lamborghini to heaven? No. Um, you might be able to get buried in it. I know people have been buried in Cadillacs and whatnot and been buried that way because they <laughs> love their car. But I will tell you, to me, success is helping other people achieve their goals. And we'll talk about goals. Goals that are not written down are just dreams. So it. goals that are not written down are just dreams in the clouds. And there's nothing wrong with dreaming. I mean, if you're going to have to dream, you might as well dream big. Because you have to think anyway. So you got to think big, right? Think big. But you got to write your goals down. You got to, everyone has to have goals. Any successful person has to write their goals. 
and their goals have to be attainable. Okay. So if you know that you're 150 pounds and you want to be you want to be Mr. Olympia or Mr. Universe, you might want to scale it down a little bit. Not to say that you can't do it. You want to have goals that you can grab that's within a grasp reach because that will build confidence that you can do it. Right. Absolutely. If you have something that's way you know, if you have something that's way out there and you're struggling, going, 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 because let's be honest, most people can't complete their goals. Right? Well, absolutely. You better have one darn good roadmap if you have an extremely right? lofty right. goal. And I have my note cards and I have written down my goals, right? And, and the goals, has, it has to be fluid. What I mean by that is it changes a lot. Your goals change. As they change, you write them down, right? So you write, what are your goals? Then once you write one of your goals, and you write down how you're going to achieve your goals. That's your objectives, right? How are you gonna, how, what are you going to do to get that? Then once you hit your goals, what is that reward that you're going to give to yourself? Because you got to give yourself a reward. You got to give yourself a pat on the back. Because what that does, that sets you up for self-confidence, right? And there's a lot of people in this world that don't have good self-confidence. They question themselves. They don't know if they're good enough. Right. So there's always that questioning or that lingering in their mind. And the biggest enemy that we have is ourselves. I agree. It's the ego. The it's ego. Not right? stay on. Yep. The biggest enemy that we have is our brain. Mm -hmm. um, I'll tell you, do you um, where can you find, uh, maybe your listeners may know this. I don't know. I'll ask the question. What is, where is one place in this world? that contains the most knowledge. I'm gonna tell you the cemetery. Oh my goodness. And I'll tell you why. There are all those people, millions of people who are buried, probably never fulfilled their dreams. Yeah. And the reason why they didn't fulfill their dreams, because they had limited beliefs. Yes. And, you know, they, they were either told from a very young age that they couldn't do it or the answer is no, or that is insanity. You will never make it, right? So all their dreams of, of owning their own business or starting something never came to fruition and they went to their grave with their ideas. They never shared or they never was able to come to pass with their dreams of ambition in what they want to achieve because there were people in their lives, family, friends, whatever that told them they couldn't do it. If you go back to early childhood, when you're a youngster, you're a kid, and you go up and you say, hey, mom or dad, can I get this? No. Can I go to my friend's house for a sleepover? No. Can I? No. So, you know, you grow up in life with a systematic no, can't, no, no, you can't. They start developing a psyche of limited beliefs. Yep. And they don't pan out to their potential. And that's why I say the graveyard, because that is the wealth, that is where the most wealth and knowledge is stored. Mm -hmm. So, so if there's anything that I can say or give to positive advice, forget the naysayers, live your dream, live your passion and just do it. Because if you don't do it or you don't pull the trigger, you're never going to know. I use the example of um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. The God, the governor of California, yeah, yes. right? From the gov, right? So here's the deal. If an Austrian immigrant can come to the United States of America, the land of opportunity with less than $20 in his pocket and has a goal and a dream to be the world's best bodybuilder. And by the way, he's a, I think he's a three-time, four-time Mr. Olympia, Mr. Universe. 
two, three times Hanover. Mm -hmm. um, he is one of the country's number one action movie star in the world. And English, not a first language. And he is a, by all accounts, a success story, rags to riches, became governor of California, makes tons of movies, still makes movies, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, attributes, again, getting up early in the morning, working out 16 hours a day in the gym, taking acting lessons after the gym, seven to midnight or whatever have you that he did um working had an english had an english coach to teach him english you know how to pronounce eight words the rest is history right. so talent alone and hard work alone isn't going to get you where you need to be and there are a lot of many people that helped arnold his fellow bodybuilders that helped him with food give him a place to sleep on the couch you know because it takes people to help you to get you where you want. And again, help enough people get to what they need and you can have anything that you want in life. We spoke about another gal, Marie Callender. Yes. Right. Marie Callender, you know, back in the day, worked as a person in his greasy, greasy hamburger station. The, the business owner was struggling financially. He was about to close the business. And she said, hey, you know, people like my pies. What if I bring in my pies? So he, he agreed to it. She brings in a pie. It was sold out like within minutes. She comes back the next day, bring two to three other pies. Boom, sold those pies. So now he's out of the pie. He's out of the hamburger game. He's into the pie game. And as she made more money, you know, the owner got her a uh, commercial oven at her home. You know, the rest is history. Now, you know her as Marie Callender. And she's in every frozen food section in America. She has multi, multi Marie Callender restaurants around the world franchises. And it all began with one pie. Yes. And again, it comes down to choices, right? And she made the choice. She helped this man get out, get from financial ruin by closing his shop. And she helped him with her pies. So she gave him what he needed. And the rest is history because it gave her an empire. Right. Starting with, starting with one pie. Another thing is in the Bible, the Bible doesn't say um, go to Harvard, go to Yale, go to some college to get a, to get a good paying job. The Bible doesn't say that. What the Bible says is if you use the gift that God gave you and loosely you give it, you know, and you in turn serve God with that gift, then whatever blessings and favor will come your way. I can't, I can't tell you what the scripture is, but it's in the Bible. What is the gift that everyone has? Everyone is given a gift from God. Absolutely. And I just want to chime in here real quickly because we do, we all have a special gift. And it's really funny because a lot of times people just completely overlook what their gift is. They're searching right. for this grandiose thing. And, you know, it might be the gift of gab and you're going to be a podcaster or, you know, yes. it, helping somebody else, being a teacher and helping others. Yes. And, and so I'll tell you about this gift. If your gift is your hands then you need to be doing something with your hands, whether it's a carpenter, whether it's auto mechanic, right? right? If you're good with your hands, that's what you need to be doing. Not in front of a computer analyzing business statistics. Right, exactly. You're going against your gift. Yes. Right? Your authentic if your self. Gift, right. If your gift is you can make the best fried chicken in the planet, and your gift is frying chicken, then you need to be out there frying chicken. And there's nothing wrong with frying chicken. Look at Popeyes. Look at, look at churches. Look at Kentucky Fried Chicken. Multi-million dollar companies. And all they do is they fry chicken, right? I got a friend in the Navy, and he's really good at cutting hair. 
right? Mm -hmm. And he's so good at it that he goes to different people's homes and he cuts their hair. And hair grows back in two weeks, right? So he's going out and he's got a clientele. This is back in San Diego. He's out there cutting hair, cutting hair, cutting hair. Someone gives him the idea and says, hey, man, you should have your own salon. So my friend was a pretty astute person. He was smart and savvy. So all this money he was saving up in the Navy and his other ventures, he decided to buy a salon, right? So now he's not cutting hair. He has barber stations that pay him a fee to lease the chair to cut hair. Right. And he, had, he went from one salon, and I think he has over several salons now in San Diego. But it started out with his gift was he was good at cutting hair. He can put patterns in it. He can do all kinds of crazy things with his clippers. Right. That was, that was his gift. By that being his gift, he has several salons because of it. And the Navy is just his nine to five, but his side hustle is his salons. So you got to understand what it is that is your gift because everyone's got a gift, right? My gift is that I have the ability to talk to people that I have the ability to reach out to people, you know? So, you know, I do a lot of training in my work and the feedback I got is like, man, that was such an awesome training. It's like, you're just, you're so passionate about it. You know, you're just so motivated. You're so enthusiastic on the subject and everybody was drawn in. And I was talking about, you know, what do you do in a work environment when there's an active shooter? Because I'm the security manager and that, that was my training for our training day because I'm passionate about that stuff. So, um, you know, that's my gift, the ability to talk to people. That's why in sales, I have been very successful in sales because sales is not only building relationships, but it's also speaking to people. So that's my gift, but life took me elsewhere. So I know I said a mouthful, but that's what drives me. That's what makes me tick. And oh, by the way, uh, I'm a very big fan of motivational videos. I didn't hit on that earlier, but I will tell you, not only when you fill your mind with positive thoughts, but when you fill your mind and you reinforce your mind with positive messages, um, that will also propel you exponentially into the success world. It will drive you. It will motivate you. It will allow you to personally develop. It will also help you help other people in the process. And every morning I listen to different people, but I like to listen to Jim Rohn. I like to listen to John C. Maxwell. I like to listen to Tony Robbins, Les Brown, and I'm really big on Joel Osteen. Mm -hmm. And these are my mentors. You know, most of them have passed on, but their messages still resonate because you can just go on YouTube and so in the morning routine, 4.45, 5, when I wake up, get my coffee, jot down my notes, you know, my mind is just rapidly going, I'm thinking, I'm writing, you know, and then I pause and then, you know, I self-reflect, then I put on a motivational video for 45 minutes and I just sit down and I just watch this video. I will always remember Les Brown, you know, he always has said, if you can look up, you can get up. Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that, that's stuck with me. If you can look up, you can get up. And if you can get up, it's going to be okay. You know, so people in this time, like I said earlier, in this day of COVID, the uncertainty of the future, the unknown, the way our country is divided right now, you can agree to disagree with that too. But it's a touchy subject. So I'm going to leave that one alone because I'm not yeah. an expert by no means in that area. But 
What I will say is this, to cope with all these mechanisms, you have to feed your mind. I'm gonna go right back to positive mental attitude. It's paramount, it's necessary for psychological survival and you need to have it. You need to find it in your soul to get and tap into that because once you tap into that, the laws of the universe will start, you will start attracting the things in the universe that, um, that you need. Can't, I can't explain it. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it. Things start working towards your, to your overall benefit. Right. All the synchronicities you're, start coming. Yeah. You're, you're like a magnet for all these things that are coming at you. It is very powerful, but again, you're going to have to pay it forward and you're going to also have to help other people. And that's, and that's the name of the game. You got to help people get what they want. You know, if you have all this knowledge, you need to share it with someone. You need to mentor someone. You know, I have a young gentleman at work. He just joined us um, from the army, brand new in the army. And I'm learning things from him. He's brand new and he's learning things from me and a younger guy. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to mentor him. So as he gets up in rank in the army, you know, he knows how to handle himself and he knows how to help other people right? Because no one has got to where they've been without somebody helping them to get them there. Absolutely. You haven't, you haven't gotten to where you've been without someone helping you get to get you to where you're at. Right. Right. Because right. no one can just go from the bottom to the top, like in lightning speed. Yes. I mean, it's just not, it's not realistic. Right. And I always say, you know, the elevator to the top is out of order, but the steps to the top is always open. If you want it bad enough, you have to take that step. And, that's, and that was Zig Ziglar's biggest thing. His biggest thing was the elevator to the top is closed, but the stairway to the top is always open, and I'll see you at the top. And that was his message. You know, and Zig Ziglar, I have a lot of his books, and in sales, I have learned a lot of things from him um, in his material. And again, he was a big time of positive mental attitude. People got to read, they got to get in books, they got to they gotta open it up, um, they have to feed their brain with positive stuff, forget about the news, the news is important from time to time, know what's going on in the world, that is important, but to keep you sane and to keep you in the right mind frame, you got to surround yourself with positivity, man, I, I cannot overstress that part. If you have a CD player in your car, I mean, now new cars are all Bluetooth and Apple Care, but, you know, if you got a CD player, I highly encourage your listeners to pop in motivational CDs. Um, if, you're, if your listeners have Bluetooth, hook up your phone. Instead of playing, you know, music, that's great and all that. You can do that when you work out. But while you're driving, listen to something that's positive. Play something that's going to fill your soul with positivity. Because right now, more than ever, we need positivity. We need a positive mindset to get us through the days ahead. I completely agree with that. And as we're doing that, we're raising the vibration of the whole planet. And it's so important. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I just can't thank you enough for coming on today and talking to oh, us about... Oh, you're so welcome. But I, I love your routine. And um, just again, for the listeners, this isn't something that Paul does once in a while. I've known him for many, many years. And this is part of his every day. I think it's just so important to start out first thing in the morning. And it's like setting your intention by surrounding yourself 
with all this positivity. As you said, Paul, the synchronicities start to happen and then you start to become this great manifester. When yes. You're, it's, it's magic. Absolutely. So Absolutely. If, if you had one, one takeaway, the most important thing that you feel that you should do in your day, people don't have time to incorporate all of this. What would you suggest? I suggest that they have a conversation with God. And um, it might be awkward at first, just by, you know, just talking randomly out in your living room, your bedroom, the restroom. But first thing in the morning, have a conversation with God. Just say, God, I thank you for your favor. I thank you for your blessings. Lord, thank you for watching over me and my family and ensuring that no matter what happens in my day, I know you love me and I love you. And that's it. That's simple, su simple, sweet, thanking God for, for blessings yet to come, for his favor, and um, not being afraid to ask him for help. I'm going to say one more thing if I can. Sure, absolutely. In the Bible, there's a saying, if you ask not, you have not. I'm going to say that one more time. And this is a loosely translation. But, sure. I, but, this, is, but it, this is what it means. If you don't ask, you will not receive. So if whatever it is that you're, that's troubling you, ask God for help. He's the almighty God. He created this planet. He created this universe. There is nothing that he cannot do for you. And if he is with you, Who's going to be against you? You have the almighty, powerful God in your corner. Who can be against you? Nobody. Because he's going to protect you. So that would be my takeaway. I do that every morning. I thank God that I'm alive. I thank God that I have breath in my body to do things on this planet. And I don't take that lightly. Right. Because at any second, your life can be taken away just like that. Yes. Um, so I'm very blessed to be healthy. But again, put God first always. And that's what I would recommend. And again, by no means, listeners, I'm not a very religious person. I know what works for me. And I have gotten, I haven't gotten here without his help, without his blessings, or in life, I should say. Um, and this is also a time that we just need to pray. We just need to pray that things will get better, not worse. And we need to pray and love each other and not hate each other. You know, it's one world, one love. You know, we need, to, we need to see beyond color. And the only thing that we need to see is love. And that's, what it, and, that's, and that's just the bottom line. Indifferent on how you feel, you know, we're humans. We're all on this planet together. And we just have to love each other. That's all. Find it in your soul to love. That's all. That's beautiful. Very, very beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us You're today. welcome, Ms. Gretchen. Awesome, Gretchen. Okay. I had a real good time. Thank you so much. You are so welcome, Paul. It was a true pleasure to have you on the show today. And for our listeners, if you would like to connect with Paul, I will leave his email address in the show notes. Thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Life Management Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share. It really helps us reach more listeners. If you want to connect, please drop your comments below or visit GretchenSmithCoaching.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at GretchenSmithCoaching or Facebook at Spiritual Life Management. Additional information on this episode can be found below in the show notes.